0: Hey, how's it going? This is Dave. Before we get the show going, it just dawned on me that uh, I did my whole show, and I didn't mention the one thing we're doing here in November, which is we are doing a poll of everybody listening, and that is, what is your favorite podcast? Now, if you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact, you can actually go over and click on a button and record it. If you want to record it there in your studio and email it to me as an MP3, that's fine too, but put the phrase favorite podcast in the subject line, and here's what we're looking for. You can only listen to one. Let's pretend you're on a desert island. You can only subscribe to one. What is it? Tell us about it. Tell us where we can find it. And more importantly, why do you listen to it? Why is this your favorite? Then tell us about your podcast, if you have one, where we can find it and a little bit about it as well we're going to take all these transcribe them give them away as a little pdf as well as play them on the very last episode of this year so and i do plan on turning this into a kindle book as well so you can be part of uh that as well but get those in because i'm only accepting them through november 2014 for this edition thanks so much and now here's me telling you about today's show Today on episode number 435 of the School of Podcasting this morning announcement, we've got a last five and five. We've got a podcast One, If you've been worried about that whole patent troll thing, yeah, never mind. And uh, I'm going to review the Simplecast podcast media hosting company and uh, we'll see if they stack up against my criteria. We're also going to talk about two things that you can use to easily figure out if you should talk about it in your podcast. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. All podcasting since 2005, I am your personal podcast coach. Yeah, me, you, you ready to go? And uh, I've been doing this since 2005. Here's what we do. We talk about all things podcasting from planning to promoting and uh, all points in between. I bring my 20 plus years of technical training to the uh, microphone. I help make things uh, easy to understand. That's the plan. And uh, we get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. That's where you can find everything you need to start a podcast. and. Uh, If you want to start a podcast, it's super easy. Use the coupon code LISTENER, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you go over to schoolofpodcasting.com. And uh, one of the great things about the schoolofpodcasting.com is our awesome, uh, we have a private Facebook group, and it's really, really cool. And you get to hang out with really cool people. And one of them is David Hooper. And uh, we have a segment, if you're new to the show, it's called A last five and five. Now, what does that mean? It means what were the last, well, here, let's let her explain it to us. And now it's time for a last five and five. What were the last five podcasts you listened to? Yeah, so not so much your favorite five podcasts, but what were the last five you talked to? And this is from David Hooper. Now, I've known Dave, man, a long time. And uh, if you go over to redpodcast.com, Dave is an author, he's a speaker, he's a music event planner back in the day, and uh, really good guy, and uh, he is called, now, the, the thing I say about this is he used our toll-free number, courtesy of podcastvoicemail.com, which is 888-563-3228, and if you're listening on the podcast app, if you just press on the, uh, the album art there you'll see the number come up. You can just click on that and send it on in. Now, poor Dave kept getting cut off or I don't know if his cell phone dropped or what, but uh, man, Mr. Tenacity, I really appreciate you calling back in and in and in. And uh, so here is Dave's last five and five.
1: Dave Jackson, David Hooper here, Red Podcast, redpodcast.com, and I'm calling in a last five in five, the five podcasts that I've been listening to.
0: So I want to say, I'm not sure where Dave was, but there was a lot of uh, when you use podcast voicemail or really any other Google voice, a phone is going to sound like a phone. I tried to clean this up a little bit, and um, but I'll be talking over it. I'll, I'll make sure that you hear what he's saying.
1: And this is a list that I think will be helpful to podcasters, and I'll explain why as I go through them. First of all, there's a great podcast involving crowdfunding. It's called Funding Your Dream. Richard Bliss is the guy. And I'm listening to that because I'm in the middle of a Kickstarter crowdfunding product. And it's really fantastic for anybody who's interested in trying to go the route of crowdfunding to get money for whatever it is that you do. Funding Your Dream with Richard Bliss. I'm trying to get better at storytelling, so I've been enjoying cereal, not like the food, but S-E-R-I-E-L, cereal, NPR's podcast.
0: If you haven't heard about this, we've talked about this in the last couple weeks, how important word of mouth is. I heard Elsie Escobar on the feed, or it might have been She Podcast, mention how she was addicted to cereal. Now, cereal, again, is not, there great, not that kind of cereal although the podcast is great. This is about a woman, and this is, Dave, we're going to put you on pause for two seconds, all right? Check out Dave at redpodcast.com. It stands for, uh, for the record, Real Entrepreneur Development. But this serial podcast, I heard people talk about it, and it's a woman who I believe has some sort of legal background or she's a uh, reporter or both. And she was contacted by a family and said, look, um, we know this guy that, has been convicted of murder, has been in jail for like half of his life, and he didn't do it. Can you please look into this? So I've always said there are different types of podcasts. One of them is a journey podcast. Journey, and by that again, I don't mean don't stop believing, but where you take the audience along with you. And I always use the example of Joanna Penn from The Creative Pen, who started off wanting to know how to write her own book and be an independent author. And now, so she interviewed all these experts and now she is the expert on independent writing, and this is an amazing show. And um, I, th- I'm calling my shot right now. If you haven't listened to Startup yet, this is the same thing. And I've never listened to This American Life. I think I listened to two episodes and kind of went meh. I like Radio Lab, but these are highly produced. I mean, the guy from Startup I think is just carrying around a you know portable recorder twenty four seven. But Serial is a great example because you're going along with the host trying to figure out this guy really do it or not. It's really cool. And again, I'll put links to these, all the podcasts that Dave mentioned, you know, Funding Your Dreams with Richard Bliss, Serial, and uh, the other ones he's going to mention here, I will put out. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 435 and you can see those. Uh, Let's continue on uh, with Mr. Hooper.
1: About storytelling, I think it's been fantastic, man. It's kind of a murder who-done-it mystery. I'm sure you've heard about it by now. Everybody yep. probably has. It's awesome. And people who did excuse, *This American Life* really, really good. To learn more about interviews, one of the things that I'm listening to right now is Dr. Drew show, not the one with Adam Carolla, but just the Dr. Drew show. He's not the best host in the world, but I think as far as interviews, he's great. I think that he asks some very thought-provoking questions, not the same old questions you'll hear anywhere else. He's well-read. He is very educated, and I think it's something to strive to with coming up with good interviews that actually get an audience to think
0: And I'm gonna pause you there. And this is what's cool about podcasts. You know, I always say podcasting is time-shifted conversations. Dave, if you like Dr. Drew, go to WTFpod.com. That is Mark Marin's show, WTF, and we all know what that stands for. He interviewed Dr. Drew. And you know Dr. Drew kind of gets a bad rap because he did the whole celebrity fit, whatever. They would go to celebrity rehab. That's what he did. And the one guy died and everybody was like, Dr. Drew was profiting off this guy's death. And you really get a behind-the-scenes look at how Dr. Drew really is just trying to help people. He really seemed, I I had a totally different attitude ever to listen to that. So, again, I'll put a link to that out in the show notes at uh, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 435. But if you're a Dr. Drew fan, that was a really interesting interview. And that's one of the reasons, again, one of the reasons why Mark Maron's podcast is uh, one of the top. Great, again, great questions, great interview.
1: And get an audience to participate in a way more than simply just passive listening. And for solo podcasting, solo podcasting is something that I have been trying to get better at. And to learn how to do that, I've been listening to a little-known podcast, Building a Better Day. And I think you do a fantastic job of that. It sounds like you just turn on the mic and just let it roll. And I'm actually really curious about what the process is. For building a better Dave, I love the personality that you bring into it, and I'd love for you to talk more of that on this podcast, School of Podcasting, because I think it's well done. It's been an inspiration to me as I'm trying to do more and more solo podcasts, no co-hosts, no music, no interviews.
0: All right, well, I will do that. Uh, what he's talking about—it's a podcast I do called uh, Building a Better Dave. You can find it at betterdave.com, and I have shared parts of my life on that show that are ridiculously intimate. And it was originally started, I uh, was going to start dating again. I had been uh, divorced for a while and had uh, gotten up the nerve to start dating. And I thought, well, this will be, there'll definitely be some some fun stories along the line here. Uh, I originally was gonna start working blue. Like I was gonna be like, you know, lots of double entendre, things like that. And uh, little did I know that the, uh, well, the third person I started dating, I would end up marrying. And uh, it's, it's very sporadic. Um, it used to be me talking about my life. Now, if you're new to this podcasting thing, I will, I will tell you this, be very careful about sharing stories about your family. Like I would love to talk about the ups and downs of my marriage on that show. And that's not a good way to stay married. I'll just leave it at that. I have in the past, I have paid the price for that. Um, and as much as you have decided to share your life, your family has not. So be very, very careful about that. And that's why it really, it's hard for me to find content for Building a Better Dave. Uh, and in some cases, it's just, it's a very strange show to do. Now, how do I decide what to do? Well, here's my criteria for that. I wanna make you laugh. I wanna make you cry. These are all or, laugh or cry. Think, or or in some cases groan. And then I know there are other things that always kind of come in handy. One of them is behind the scenes stuff. Anytime you can share behind the scenes stuff, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Kate from Kate's Take. You might remember her or recognize her. She is um, the second half of Entrepreneur on Fire. She's the person behind the scenes. And she started a podcast that gave all the behind the scenes stuff of Entrepreneur on Fire. Man, was that an entertaining podcast. It was stuff that you couldn't get someplace else. So uh, Dave had phoned this in and I'm like, you know what? I haven't done a building a better Dave in a long time. And so I gave a behind the scenes story of how I'm probably going to join. I think what will be my last band in 2015. I've been approached and that episode is called chasing the high. And it's, it's a, it's an interesting show. Um, I think I try to make it, but that's my criteria. Laugh, cry, think or groan. Now, Dave, you're right. There have, there have been times when building a better Dave, I don't think about my audience. I'm not really worried about the content. And in some cases that podcast is therapy. That's just me being an hour away from most of my friends and just needing to talk to somebody. And I would just vent or rant or whatever. When I was going through, uh, when I went back to school, I was just listening to one today about um, how my uh, psychology class, they really wanted me to deny the um, existence of God. It was like day two, like, by the way, God's out of the picture. And I was like, what? And um, so it's usually stories that have gone on. And as I looked at them, they're usually me looking back at things And so if you want to, now let me point you to the people that inspired me. Um, Dan class who has been podcasting since 2004 does a podcast called the bitterest pill. And what's really interesting about that show. When I first started listening to it, his daughter was two and now she's like 12, if not more. Uh, I know his son is in high school now and it's, it's weird because I've listened to him. He's a stay-at-home dad. His wife works. He's also does work. He does uh, commercials and stuff. He's an actor. He was a comedian, and he's a great storyteller. I'd be interested to know if somebody who started listening to his show now would get as much out of it because I feel like I know Dan. So it's interesting, but I, I try to, that's my criteria. I try to have, you know, I'm, am I going to make you laugh, cry, think, or groan? In fact, if you go to betterdave.com, I actually made categories and I categorized the show. So if you want to laugh, there's some in there where I talk about the fact that when you go to like some restaurant and people come over to sing your birthday and you can tell that your the birthday singers have been there for about seven hours and they're like, Hey, it's your birthday shoot me in the head, you know, that kind of thing. They're not really into it. Um, But I hope that gives you some insights And some people like, how do you talk to yourself? Well, right now I'm not, I'm not talking to myself. I'm actually talking to you now for the record. I, I know I'm talking to you, but in my head, I'm talking to David Hooper and you're kind of eavesdropping in a little bit, but I'm also talking to you because I know you, you, the one with the earbuds is probably thinking, how do you do a solo show? And I always tell people, uh, I remember uh, Dr. Nina, who does uh, Win the Diet War. She's like, how do you, I'm like, just picture your best friend ever and picture them sitting across the room from you. You have something exciting to say or a story that they've asked about or whatever it is. And you're gonna relate it to them and just talk. Now, you do wanna bring a little energy. Try to bring a little voice inflection. I was talking on Ask the Podcast Coach this week and uh, Billy Delaney called in. And I said, what I usually try to do without being fake is I take it to obnoxious DJ voice, right? So if I'm talking like this, hey, how's everybody going? All right, today we're gonna talk about redpodcast.com and then back it up just a little bit. So now I'm talking about redpodcast.com and I try not to be so inflection that you know some people almost sing their podcasts because they're adding so much voice inflection when they talk that it sounds like, yeah, it's weird. And here's the other thing. Uh, When in doubt, practice, practice, practice. So thank you so much, Dave, for that. Um, I'm glad you like the show. BetterDave.com is, uh, if you want to learn about Dave Jackson, um, it's it's an interesting glimpse inside of the weird mind of Dave Jackson. It's
1: a good, good podcast. BetterDave.com to check that out, of course. And finally, School of Laughs. Dot com has a great podcast. It's by a guy known named Rick Roberts, and it's really, really good for anybody who's trying to get into the entertainment business. He's a comedian, does about probably 200 shows a year, does a lot of corporate events, a lot of speaking events. So if you're into speaking, if you're a comedian, if you're a musician, if you're an author, anytime you're doing live events and you're trying to get people to your shows, he's got some great advice for that. And as a comedian, he also has some really great advice as far as writing and coming up with content. I think it's a fantastic podcast. I haven't heard anything like it. It's called School of Laughs. Worth checking out. appreciate the work you do, Dave, and I hope to see you on the road soon. Have a good night. Bye.
0: Thank you, Mr. Hooper. Again, find him at redpodcast.com. Super nice guy. Uh, Back in the day, I drove to Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, Dave has a radio background. That's where he said he's not used to doing solo stuff because he's always had like a co-host or he's interviewing people and he does, uh, I think he still does music business radio. i have to go back and check. And uh, I kind of cut out a lot of my music stuff that I used to uh, listen to. But uh, he was he was on the radio, like the real radio kind of thing. So that's uh, kind of cool. So thank you so much, Dave, for uh, tuning in. And again, that was uh, Funding Your Dreams, Serial, Not the Kind You Eat, Dr. Drew Show, Better Dave, and School of Laughs. That's your last five and five. Thank you so much, Mr. Hoopa. In case you missed it, it's time for, for a podcast, podcast rewind. All right. One of my favorite podcasts to create isn't even really mine. It is podcastersroundtable.com. And this is by the one, the only, the magical, the mythical Ray Ortega, where you can also find him at podcastersstudio.com. And, uh, Daniel J. Lewis and myself tag along on that one. Daniel J. Lewis, of course, from the audacity to podcast.com. And we did a podcast, an episode, a round, as Ray likes to call them, on the law. This is a must listen. Podcastersroundtable.com, I believe, slash 38. I'll have a link to it again in the show notes, schoolpodcasting.com slash 435. And it was really hard to pick a clip because we talk about music, we talk about copyright and, but this is the one I was like, okay, I want to share this one with you. And uh, cause we had two lawyers, one uh, on patents and one on kind of entertainment law. And uh, check this out. If you're worried about the whole, oh, you know, people are getting sued about this whole, you know, um, patent thing and podcasting's using the patent and CBS lost a lawsuit and had to pay them much. Listen to this.
1: One other thing that's interesting that this patent is so old, it's going to expire in about two years. Hmm. So this <laughs> is not something that's going to be around forever because it, it's sort of unique old patent. And that's, they were then recently able to get this protection. The fact is they filed this application around 18 years ago and patents only last 20 years from their filing date. So, so if so, yeah. I mean, they they lose it. Can they re-up this, or they lose it in two years? It's just gone. No, they lose it. It's gone. It's unlike a trademark that can be renewed. Uh, it cannot be renewed. That's the only, that's, now that's the first time I've heard that. That's encouraging. That's I mean, beautiful noise, yeah. Tie them up in court for two years, and but that costs a lot of money, right? So hopefully you won't yeah, have to do yeah. that.
0: So there you go. So if you've been worried about it, This whole thing's going away in two years, whether or not they win their case or not. But yeah, that had Gordon Firemark, uh, Greg, I believe it's Gronholm, Ray Ortega, Daniel G. Lewis, and myself. And I was actually calling from a uh, hotel room in Detroit. I was out doing uh, some training last week. And um, go over to podcastersroundtable.com, sign up for the newsletter there, and you can uh, be notified because those actually happen a lot of times with very short notice. like, hey, we're doing something tomorrow night. Come and check it out. It's great. The chat room there is awesome and it's really cool stuff. One of the things I said at the beginning of the year is there are going to be more and more tools, more and more services for podcasters. And I came across another one and I think eventually I'm not going to be able to keep up with these and we'll talk about this when I get done talking about this. There comes a time when you just kind of like stay happy with what you got. And it's called Simplecast.fm. And it's interesting because for $12 a month, now this is a media host. So this would be somebody that is in competition with Libsyn and somebody that's in competition with uh, Blueberry. And you know, well, we I would say SoundCloud, but SoundCloud, doesn't meet my criteria. And if you're like, Dave, what is your criteria? Well, I've said this before, and I'm not going to get super deep into it. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash media hosting, uh, you can see this. But basically, number one, do not mess with my file. What I upload is is what I want to download. So what I mean by that, don't change my file name, don't change my format. If I upload it at 128 stereo, I don't want to download it at 64 mono. What I upload is what I download and don't mess with the information inside the MP3 file. called They're called ID3 tags, but it's this little information that's in that. That's step number one. Number two, don't limit the size of my audience. So unlimited bandwidth. Number three, Uh, Don't limit the size of my catalog. So if I want to have 434 episodes online, I can have 434. I don't run out of space. Uh, Number four, don't take control of my feed. In other words, if I want to leave, I want to be able to leave and take my audience with me. Number five, give me some stats, preferably accurate ones. That would be great so I can kind of see what's popular and I can figure out uh, what to continue doing and maybe things not to do anymore. Number six, how about some support? Look, podcasting can get kind of scary. Things change all the time. New things come on board, new features. I want somebody to talk to, to go, hey, what does this mean for me? And I'm not looking for 24 seven phone support, but I'd like to be able to send off an email and get an answer sometime within 24 hours. That's all I'm looking for. Uh, Anything above that is gravy, but I want to be able to get an answer. And uh, last but not least, Number seven, I want you, and this is where people go, really? I want you to charge me for your service. And they're like, why? Why don't you want to do this for free? Because of places like Padango, like places like Mevio, there are a couple other ones that have tried to do free media hosting. And uh, they found out that apparently when you don't charge for your service, it's not a really good business plan. And so I went and checked out simplecast.fm. Cause they have, you know, it looks really cool. They've got, you know, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage. Um, they've got stats. They've got, you know, they can import your feed. I'm like, okay, this, this sounds like, you know, let's, let's go see. So I logged in, they have a 14 day trial and it was super easy. Everything worked as planned, really nice, easy interface. And um, I just took some old files from uh, a logical weight loss podcast that I had and I uploaded it worked fine. They give you a little code there that you can put your file on your website, a little player. And I will say their player has something that's pretty cool. Number one, it has a 30 second rewind button that I haven't seen on any other player. That was kind of new. And they had the ability to play it like at multiple speeds. So you can sit there and listen at one X and click a button. And now you're at one and a half X and two X. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. Cause I can't remember the last time I actually listened to something at one X. And so their player was kind of cool they did have some things that were completely different than uh, I've seen in other places. And one was called managers. Now, what this is, is let's say you're, you're the, the talent, right? You are the host, you're the producer. And, but you want other people to do all the editing and all the uploading and things like that. So what you can do is you can add other people to your account that can go in and add episodes. They can edit the uh, the show notes and things like that, but they can't delete anything and they can't delete your podcast. They're called managers. I'm like, hmm, that's kind of cool. Think it outside of the box because there are more and more people that they just want to record it and then they'll farm it out to somebody who does all the editing and the ID3 tagging and things like that. So that was kind of cool. And you can use them for your website. And this is nothing new. Both Lipson and Blueberry uh, have a way that if you want to use their website for that. And for the record, you could, but eh, not really the, the prettiest of websites. Not ugly, but... Eh. And the same thing here. The Simplecast uh, website that you make is okay, but they do have an interesting thing where you can upload banners for sponsors and assign that that banner to appear on certain episodes. Now there's no tracking, there's nothing like that. It's just an easy way to put a banner at the bottom of your episode. And in theory, you could make those banners be subscribe buttons. And so it was okay. I mean, again, we're talking a really basic website. So in theory, you could spend $12 a month, use Simplecast as your website host, and have, and again, uh, they have unlimited storage and unlimited bandwidth. Now, here's the interesting thing. So let's get into the things that that I, I kind of go, hmm. So the question would be, Dave, do you recommend this company then? And my answer is no. And you're like, why? Well, number one, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage, meaning according to their website, and by this I mean there isn't any documentation there's no little asterisks. I mean, at least SoundCloud gives you an asterisk that says, "Okay, when we say unlimited uploads, uh, we really mean up to thirty whatever it is gigs a day or something like that." They have no asterisks. If you want to upload sixty gigs, go right ahead. There's nothing on their website that would say, "Oh, you can't do that." And they also have nothing about bandwidth. It just says unlimited bandwidth. Well, here's the thing: put yourself in the the shoes of the business owner. How do you? How did you come up with that twelve dollar a month? plan. You've got to have an idea of what's going on with that because all it says on their website is don't worry about bandwidth and storage costs. It's all included in your simple cast package. Okay. That sounds good and all, but I, I say your media host is the blood of your podcast, right? When people click on a button, you want it to stream, you want it to download and to me, just saying, it doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. Well, I am going to worry about it. Why? Because I'm putting my eggs in your basket and I need that basket to be around without you going, oh, we had to go out of business because uh, it turns out everybody's uploaded, you know, 100 gigs every day. We ran out of storage space. We, it's a lot more expensive or they're going to jack your prices up on you. I, I'm just, to me, I'm like, there's got to be a limit. That, that's a bad business plan, in my opinion. And that's all that is. So, okay. So that had me worried. But then I uploaded a file and downloaded a file. And this is where things got bad quick. They changed my file name. So instead of being, you know, LWL underscore the date, it was whatever the name of the post was. And then a number that made no sense to me. Okay. So he changed my file name. Well, okay. Is that like a deal breaker? Not really, but I'm not happy about it because again, there's a reason why I name my files a certain way. They're easy to see that that's my file because it has some sort of little LWL in the case of logical weight loss. If you download a school of podcasting file, you see where it says SOP um, 435 is what this one will say. And you whack that. So, you know, there are other companies that don't whack my file name and I'm holding you to that standard. Number two, they changed the format. So they're saying unlimited storage. Why? Because they're gonna whack everything down to if you're doing a a, a music show and it's 128 um, kilobits per second without super geeky, that's somewhat basically CD quality. They will dumb it down to mono, 64 mono. Okay, you change the format again. You're not letting me download what I uploaded, and they almost got the ID3 tags, but they don't cap. They don't copy over my comment and they missed the year or something weird. So, okay, you changed my name, you changed my format, you changed my ID3 tags. Okay, now some people might say, I don't care about that. Okay, Um, because they did have the album art. They didn't lose that, which is good. But here's the thing, I sent them an email because all over their website, they're like, click here to send us a message. We would love to hear from you. Where if you have any questions, blah, blah, blah. So I sent them a message. I do this to anybody I test and I said, what's the deal with the unlimited bandwidth, unlimited storage? Because I'm confused on this. This is just a bad business plan. Can you expand on that? Uh, that was seven days ago and I never got a response. And so I have video of this. If you want to check it out, go to schoolofpodcastingcom slash 435. But because they changed the name, because they changed the format, because they changed my ID3 tags and because apparently they have no support or they went on vacation because it looks like there's two guys running the the show over there. And I'm sure they're fine guys and they might be, but for me, I'm like, look, that's my criteria. And that's why people go, really, you only recommend Libsyn and Bluebear. And I go, yeah, that's it. Because they don't change my file name. They don't change my format. They uh, give me stats. They don't limit the size of my catalog. They don't limit the size of my bandwidth. They let me change my feed. They give me stats. They give me support. And if I ever want to leave any of those guys, they can do that. So they had a lot of them, but they, they horked my name and their support was somewhat uh, not handy. I was reading an article on contentmarketinginstitute.com and the article said, great content meets two criteria. And then basically you have to ask yourself, well, does mine? And I was reading this and they go into super deep, the psychology of the Keno mode, yada, yada, yada. And it basically boils down to this. You ready? Is your content useful? Is it? Is your content use Like, can people do stuff with your content? Now, for the record, well, let's get in the other one. Then the other one is, is it, interesting because there are some things that I will listen to that are not useful, but they're interesting. Like for instance, the serial podcast, it's not really useful. I don't walk away from that show going, man, I'm so glad I listened to that 45 minutes about a guy whacking a girl and throwing her in the trunk of his car. Now I know how to whack a girl and throw her in the trunk. No, it's not useful information it's useful that it made me forget my day it made me i don't know it 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 calgon take me away right it's useful in that aspect, but it's but what it really is is it's really interesting it's really interesting so you have interesting but not useful then you have useful but maybe not that interesting so when i'm talking about simple cast.fm you're like, boring. Yeah, but it's really useful. Why? Because it's going to save you from using the wrong media host. And you will thank me later, trust me. When you have 100 episodes and you have to move those bad boys, hoof right? So not very interesting, but useful. Then you have the other one, not interesting, not useful. That's what I like to call a kaka a poo-poo. And so this is somebody that's talking about something and maybe there's not a lot of energy to it. And I'm going to tell you about my love of bungee cords and the, do you know how many things you can do with a bungee cord? It's really cool. You can use them as hangers. You can, you can make your own clothes rack out of a bungee cord and somebody's going, Hey, that is useful. Hold on Dave, but you get the point. So there's not interesting, not useful. So you can, Look at your podcast and just ask yourself, is this useful? Yes or no. And if you say no, is it interesting? Is there a way that you can do this in an interesting fashion? And so, you know, a couple of weeks back, I interviewed the uh, the internet troll. Okay, that was really me. But to me, having people deal with rude comments on their website, I've talked about it in the past, so I was like, "All right, this is useful information because I don't want people to get bummed out when they get somebody that writes, you know, crap on on their website." So, how can I do that in an interesting way? That's really have to. Is it interesting? Is it useful? And uh, I'll put a link to this out in the show notes again: School dot com slash four three five. But if you think about it, one of the things I used to do, especially when you are starting out, if you are a brand new podcaster. Here's something I used to do that I don't do anymore. Things that I used to do. Oh, Lord, I don't do no more. There you go. A little Stevie Ray Vaughan for you. And one of them is I used to do a show zero. And this is where I would go. Hi, this is Dave Jackson. This is episode zero of the School of Podcasting. And um, here's a little bit about myself. You know, I'm a, a technical trainer. I've been teaching people technology for over 20 years. And in the future... We're gonna talk about things like how to choose your microphone, how to choose a media host, how to build your website. And it's all this, here's the stuff that's happening in the future, in the future, in the future. Not very useful. And interesting, do we care about me? No, because you just met me. So in that instance, an episode zero is neither interesting or useful. So I don't do episode zeros anymore. In fact, I'd say the opposite. Come out swinging and say, hey, this is useful and it is interesting and you might wanna lead off with why should I listen to you? You know, maybe you've been doing marketing for 15 years and you've, you know, been around the globe or whatever it is that makes you, you. Okay, that is helpful and it is interesting, especially if you can do it in less than, I don't know, an hour, you know, if you could do that in like two minutes, tell me who you are and why I should listen to you And, um, and then get into the useful, interesting topics There's your episode one that are going to make people go, oh my gosh, have you heard this podcast? So two criteria to get your podcast going, just ask yourself, is this useful and is it interesting? If you can do both, awesome. If you can do one out of two, that'll work. But the one you don't want is not interesting and not useful. Well, speaking of useful things, you know what you could do? You can uh, do a thing called the Quick Start Plan. Let me uh, play you a little clip here from my new best friend, Troy.
1: Hi, Dave. This is Troy. Hey, Troy. It's Friday evening, and I simply wanted to call in to share a ringing endorsement of your Quick Start program. Thank you. We exchanged uh, Quick Start emails early in the week, and uh, today I just uploaded our first episode of the Forever Fan Podcast. ABC shows forever is pretty awesome. And, uh, my wife and I are sitting down at the microphone and talking about it now. Uh, she's keen to it, to do it, and it's fun to share that with her. Uh, all of that's over at, uh, com. You helped to uh, get it started. And when we ran into something we didn't know, uh, the three months at the School of Podcasting helps us to find what we needed. So, again,
0: thank you so much. Thank you, Troy. Again, find him at foreverfanpodcast.com. And if you're like, what is the quick start plan? Well, number one, if you already have a website, I need to say this up front it doesn't work. Um, what it works for is people like Troy who have sat down with his wife and his co host or whoever he's going to sue. Oh, it's fun. Every time I go over here, he's got new stuff on the website, Forever Fan Podcast. And um, let's listen to a little bit of Troy. While we, let me uh, turn up his volume on this and let's listen to what, what does it sound like? What does somebody's very first podcast sound like? All right, like the music. Let's turn him up a little bit. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Forever Fan Podcast.
1: Sharing forever together. My name is Della.
0: And this is Troy.
1: We are a happily, yes, married couple of 21 (laughs) years. And it was actually Troy's idea to have the tagline being sharing forever together because it's sort of a play on the fact that we were sharing forever together before the television show. Now because we're watching the television show named forever and loving it and loving it. Yes. Yes. I would say loving it. Yeah. I think that's a true statement. We are fans. We are fans that uh, we thought that would be a fun
0: tagline. All right. We'll leave it at that. So there you go. You can start a podcast and the quick start podcast is simply this. You send me an email with the phrase quick start in the subject line. I send you a link uh, with a coupon where you can get 25% off your hosting and you go over and order it. Now you're talking like spending $8 here a month. And then when you sign up for that, now you do need a name of your show and a website address. And you can go to things like schoolofpodcasting.com slash domain check to buy your domain name. Or you can actually just buy it from the company that does the hosting, either or. And you send me the welcome email that says, hey, welcome to the hosting company. You forward that to me. I actually went over and installed WordPress and all the plugins to get him up and going. And uh, and then I give you a free month at the School of Podcasting. And like Troy said, any questions he had, he had that. And uh, what do you know, within a couple of days, Troy had a podcast up. Now, if you already have a website, then just come over and use the coupon code LISTENER. And that'll give you a big chunk off your first month at the School of Podcasting. And I always say, come for the education, stay for the community. So, want to thank you so much for tuning in. Let me remind you that, uh, you know, live today like it's your last one. Live tomorrow like it's your first. And don't ever let your problems bring out your worst. Don't ever take your mind off whatever is your goal. Be true to yourself and follow your soul. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements. Take care. God bless. And I hope to see you on the inside. Class is dismissed.